on this week's show, The Streets of Hogsmeade in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Orlando. Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 155 for the re- the week releasing Monday, April 11th, 2011. Welcome back, everybody. It's This is Adam, and we're back in the studio. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been some rough... Actually, it's probably been longer than that. At this point, Adam's got some rustiness, I think, to work out. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we've recorded several shows that have just been with the ambient mic at several yep. locations and i don't think it's been a while since you've come back in the since back. we've been yeah here yeah. In, the, in the cramped little room but hey everybody if you listen a few shows back i talked about the comfortable little uh, chair that was here that i was afraid if i sat in i would go to sleep and and i'm sitting in it as we speak so and i'm <laughs> so, awake so if you hear some droning later on yeah. then you know why well, it's been a while, and uh, Doug and I have gotten some a lot of things changed in our life recently. <laughs> yeah. and probably the one of the most significant that we uh, we don't want to bore you with our personal lives, but we're no longer writing together anymore because Doug's got a different job, and uh, yeah, so the the we're a little rusty because we don't talk on the ride now, yeah. and uh, so anyway, we had to meet and talk about this thing for like probably half an hour before we even started recording. Yep. Well, not that long, but I don't know. It's been a little bit. Anyway, so, anyway, so where are, are we, we doing this? Week? Well, yeah. you're the one that's going to talk. We're, yeah, we're going to be uh, into back into Universal Studios, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and what we're going to do is take you on a little stroll through the uh, streets of Hogsmeade and let you hear a lot of ambient sounds, a lot of different things that go on. So if you really, if you haven't been there, or if you have been there, uh, we're going to take you kind of through the streets, and so you're going to recognize a lot of sounds if you have been there, if you haven't. Sit back and relax, because this, this should be really good audio for everyone. With the release of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 this summer, July 15th, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter will be busier than ever. Get a jump on the crowds. Contact Roy at 740-975-3697. Also, for general information on booking your first or next vacation to Universal Studios and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, go to theseamazingplaces.com and click on the Book It tab. We can't wait to serve you. All right, so here we go. Uh, where uh, our plan is to just play, well, talk and play audio and talk and play audio and talk and play audio. And so, so and, Yeah, so we're going to head into the front entrance of the park, basically coming out of uh, the Lost Continent. Uh-huh. And we'll give you some descriptions, play you some audio, and just kind of go about it that way. If you've seen any of our videos on Flickr or YouTube, uh, that video it, that we that we do or I'm walking through. Actually, I don't even think I put that up yet. I'm sorry. We will put that up 
let's do it this show where okay. I can. I'll just put the audio. You can see Doug in one side. I think standing there I'm while I'm walking <laughs> past the snowman and some different things. But I'll yeah. just throw that up because it's got some neat ambient thing. Oh, it's a little jerky yeah. at times, but I don't even want to edit it. I'm just gonna throw it up there. It's like four minutes long. Okay. So that uh, people can see that. So anyway, um, all right. So we're starting off Lost Continent. We entered. So we've made. We've walked through the. I don't even know what kind through of the a, little arch. That arch. Says, uh, Welcome to Hogsmeade. Mm-hmm. And it says something about spells. Yeah. You know, I could actually look at the picture. And I forget what so it is. but Anyway, so what are we going to see on our uh, right and left-hand side when we go in, Adam? Okay. Well, on the right is the train. And if you catch it at the right time, you'll see steam coming out. Actually, I think steam is always coming out. But you'll also see the conductor there um, talking to people, interacting with people. You can take pictures with him. Uh, there's a sign right next to the train that says Hogsmeade, and it's kind of... Almost just like the movie where you've entered in. Hogsmeade Station. The Hogsmeade Express has arrived and you have entered and you are now in Hogsmeade. And so it's, while we've described this before on other shows, but we kind of wanted to go through the streets to give you a good feel for not necessarily the direct attractions, but the indirect attractions, which is like the details in the streets. And so, as we've said before, um, they didn't take Harry Potter, the world, the wizarding world, and make it exactly like the movie. So, in other words, at the end of Hogsmeade, you're going to run into Hogwarts. Well, in the movie, that doesn't happen because Hogwarts and Hogmeade, Hogsmeade are not next to each other. The train isn't like in the right in the middle of across from Zonko's and the sweet shop, um, Honeydukes. So, but in this place, yes, they are. But the cool thing is, it's all consolidated into one area, so you can go check it out. So. All that to say, right across from the train is Zonkos and Honeydukes. And this atmosphere, I don't know, I, if I were to describe it, it's Universal has done this and you take a step back as you transition into the Wizarding World. It's just got this really neat feel like Doug, Doug actually has an audio recording when we're walking into the park right at the beginning of the day oh, and man. he's like shouting out, oh, listen to that transition of that audio and all this stuff. And it's just, and, and you'll the music hear that is, at some point when we do another show. Yeah. We're going to play on through as we head through the entire uh, Islands of Adventure in and out. So you'll get to hear that. So the transition is amazing going it into the Wars of World. absolutely is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, there's no way to describe it. Um, yeah, you're going to hear certain pieces of it, but the, actually when you enter into Hogsmeade, it takes your breath away. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite interesting. And if you look down at the far end of the street, in fact, I'm not sure you can quite, the sight line is quite available to see Hogwarts, the castle, because they kind of make it turn. Um, but, uh, it's just neat because you look down the street, I'm sure there are people will be there when you're there because it's not like it's not a busy place. And uh, there's a butterbeer cart in the middle. There's just just the street is lined with uh, stone, just like the architecture of the wizarding world, the just entire like the, world. Yeah, the movie. And I mean, the sound of this this awesome soundtrack is playing you're the entire the curved, time, of course. The curved uh, chimney stacks on the buildings. The yeah. buildings are leaning in. The tops of them lean in at the street. Uh, there's snow caps on, on the rooftops. There's, it's mm-hmm. just... I don't know. There was, and you know what? We'll say it now. We have a lot of pictures here that we've never put up to be public, so everybody could see them, and we'll put those up now. Uh, completely. So you, yeah. Completely. Even if we don't talk about some of the stuff yet. And there, there are a lot. There are a lot of pictures. So just go through and look. It's at them a full all. set on Flickr, and you can download them, put them on your desktop, do whatever, and hopefully that'll give you a good feel for the whole world. So, 
anyway, you're standing right in this street and you've just entered and it's just kind of like unique to just see the world that you've entered. Um, now the size, we talked about the size before, but just to recap on that, it's not a very large part. Like it's not an entire park. We've mentioned that in the past, way back in March last year when they introduced it. It is not an entire world of of Harry Potter. It's just a a small section or or a land in in the entire theme park of so Islands of Adventure. It's actually twenty three acres. Twenty three acres. The entire mm-hmm. that section of the park is. So it's not that big compared to you know I don't even know Disney's Epcot or something where it's like the entire you know a mile and a half all around this lake and it's nothing like that. Yeah, it's nothing. But it is still enough to fits enough detail in it that within this short amount of twenty three acres, there's a lot. Yeah. And uh, so. As we go through the streets, let's talk about some more. So, uh, one thing we have not talked about, and let's go into there. I mentioned Zonkos and Honeydukes. So, let's go into hun- Zonkos and Honeydukes. It's, yeah. it, Zonkos is actually, it's, I think it's the far left closest to the closest entrance. Closest to the entrance, yep. Um, but we're going to walk into Honeydukes first because, I don't know, we're just going to go into Honeydukes first. And if we were to describe Honeydukes, it's, um, the colors are very similar to... Kind of like that 50s pastel yep, color. Exactly. Teals and pinks and turquoises and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Odd decorations in many places. Oh, but yeah. it does remind you of a candy shop. Mm-hmm. Cotton candy, things like that. Very reminiscent of the movie. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the movies, of course. But, uh, you know, there's like a little spiral staircase. There's the, the shelves, and we mentioned this on another show. They're very close together, so it can get crowded very easily. So you got to be careful of that if you're going in when it's a busy time. Of course, the counters can be long to check out if you want to get something. So it might be a good idea. And I would—I didn't pay attention to our lines at the end of the day, but I bet the lines at the end of the day are long in this shop and the, the gift shops because people are wanting to buy the merchandise as they head out for the park, especially if you've got candy. And you know what happens with chocolate on a heart, hot Orlando day. It's, oh, it's not, not good. a good thing to have the... Chocolate yeah. and uh, so you have so to. It's something you buy on your way out of the park. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah. So uh, just pay attention to that, and uh, I think it'll be fine. Uh, but take a look around inside the shop as you see all the little knickknacks and jokes—not jokes, but the candy that the the uh, that are reminiscent in the movies. One one thing in particular that stands out to me is I don't even know what it is. I saw the movies a while ago, and it's it's. I'm trying to remember, but um. Poppy is his name. He's like Harry Potter's little dude, and he's um, he looks kind of like alienish. He's got long ears, yes. and he's old, gray, and bald. You anyway, know what you reminded me of wait, uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the little dude from Lord of the Rings. It is a very similar, and that's what I thought too when yeah. I when I uh, saw the Harry Potter for the first time. But anyway, um, there's like four of them on this little thing grabbing this guy's hair, and this hair is like I think it's black licorice, and you can actually get it and purchase it um but it's inside this display case inside the honeyduck sweet shop and uh but anyway it's it's a pretty neat place to check out uh right uh, right attached to honeydukes is zonko's so at one point you actually can look um there's a little thing that says be careful what you say there are ears listening or something yeah, like that and, there are ears. and if you look up it's actually got an arrow pointing up and you look straight up and the ears are hanging like they are in the movie which is kind of cool because um, 
I, I think one of the characters actually purchased an ear in the movie and they they put it, you know, because you can hear what's going on in another room if you use the ears and stuff like Kid, that. Some of the items it says that you can actually take home from there, uh, I, I, jokes and toys, and Zonko's jokes and toys is, uh, uh, let's see, a sneakoscope, extendable ears, screaming yo-yos, a boxing telescope, fanged flyer, pygmy puff, shrunken heads, and more. It's kind of cool. Cool. There are also sweets, which this is what intrigued me. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that uh, to see sweets at the counter, and they're like a kind of like it looked like a dairy counter or pastry kind of bakery shop. Uh, and they have let's see here what's in here. There are sweets including uh, fainting fancies, fever fudge, nosebleed nougat, and uh, you know po you know poo you know you know poo. You know poo. You know poo. You get it? <laughs> oh, okay. You know okay. poo. You know poo. <laughs> like, well, anyway, so that's it's some brown. Of it's a brown piece of yeah. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, and so then of course you can also get T-shirts and mugs and stuff like that in there. Yes. So it's a it's a great shop to check out and to look at, and, and you can also shop through. for this online. You can buy Did their stuff know that. online. Yes. Some of these things. Yep. Good. Right from their website, you can go there, click, boom, you're in. Great. Same thing at Ollivander's, which if you go back to the show, mm -hmm. they said the same thing there. Mm -hmm. So we spoke about that. So anyway, that's that's one thing we had not talked about before, and this might be also a good idea. Um, you know what? Let's before I do that, I was gonna say I was gonna comment on something else. Let's let's take a step outside the shop, and um, in fact, if you take Honeydukes, there's a double set of doors that goes out the side, and no one seemed to be going in and out of that door. And it was amazing because I was like, oh, this is like a side shop area where we found something unique that no one was around. Right. And we have an audio clip of it. But if um, I'm just going to describe it, it's a window, kind of foggy Fog window. window, yeah. Foggy, fogged over window. So you can't really, you know, like it would be in the winter. So you can't. Frosted window. I Frosted, think that's what they yeah. call them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, the dishes are actually cleaning themselves behind this window. Yep. You know, and and there's noises coming out, and it's just this unique thing that you're like, where did that come from? And they did a good job because they added it in, and you can't really, it's not something that you would actually know because you actually have to go back this little alley if you're looking for it. So go out those double doors and Honeydukes turn right, and it's right there. In fact, if you turn left, you're gonna run into a dead end that's like for the uh, employees only kind of a place, and you can't get in there. So, so you'll find it eventually. But it's, but also the dishes is right next to the three broomsticks. Um, restaurant and it's right in that area and I think unless you want to describe any more we'll play the audio clip yeah of let's that. play the audio clip I okay. think it's pretty good so this is an audio clip of the dishes and then just some ambient music that's right around there in fact we found that when we stood in front of three broomsticks there was this just amazing soundtrack blazing and it, it just of course is there the entire time you're there but we're going to play a clip of that now and uh, break break our talking so. yeah okay here we go <laughs> all right Okay, so this is in the this is a back alley that no one's here. Honey Dukes and three broomsticks. Right here. The dishes are done themselves. Yeah, you can see them around. Yeah. Look at the teacups up. They're like tipping. It's kind of cool. Of course, they make it foggy, so it's like. Yeah, just cool. See one more. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Different dishes. 
So there's some great audio for you. Uh, so we thought we should mention just a little bit about Three Broomsticks. We have not. We unfortunately didn't get to eat there. Uh, from what I hear, you can still get pumpkin juice and butter beer. Oh, that reminds me. You could buy pumpkin juice in the bottles in the cooler that's in uh, Honeydukes. They have a big oh, old. There you go. You're right. Those, that bottle, we still need to take a picture of that and put it yeah, up I on know. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. yeah, you yeah, still have that. it, right? Yeah, I still okay, got it. Cool. Um, so anyway, check that out. Uh, Three Broomsticks. There's a back patio on the back of Three Broomsticks we have a picture of that you can see from the bridge on the other end of the... Coming from Jurassic Park mm -hmm. leading back into uh, Wizarding World. What we found is not a lot of people go outside. And, of course, if it's hot out, of course, you don't want to. But um, we suggest that if you kind of want to get the atmosphere. The music is so blasting yeah. loud and it's and just And let's describe like the inside of, uh, of Three Broomsticks. Mm -hmm. Is very loud. It's cafeteria kind of style. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. High ceilings, and so everybody's voices reverberate up into the top of the place and just scatter about. So, yeah, if you're looking to kind of relax a little bit, uh, it's going to be a difficult place, I think, to do it in. But in reality, it's just like the movie. It is kind of like an English pub. That's pretty yeah. much what it looks like. And, and it is replicated like the movie. So if you are really into the movies and you're only going to go once, definitely go check this out. And uh, book a meal with three broomsticks. You can you can do breakfast, you can do lunch and dinner, and uh, definitely do it ahead of time because you may end up finding, especially if you go during a busy summer season, uh, not being able to get in very well or having a tough time even trying to get in. So yeah, I think. Okay, so as we continue on down the street, uh, we wanted to make note of some things. This is what I was mentioning earlier that we didn't talk about. We found that. Um, when you're in the Hogsmeade, there's a lot of shops, but you can't go into all of them. Right. So they're decoration. They are decoration. But they're, but they're not just they're living scenes, living yes. like uh, artistry, really. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, name off if you want. You can name a couple. Yeah, of them. let's talk about the ones we've already spoken about that you can go in. That would be Honeydukes, Zonkos, which we just spoke about, the Outpost, and Ollivanders, which we've done a show on before. Uh, then if you want to count the, um, the castle, which is Hogwarts, uh, at the end of it, well, the castle tour, don't forget about the castle tour, by the way. Um, it's, you don't have to get on the ride. You can take the castle tour. Uh, at the end of it is Filch's Emporium, which is a gift shop and some, got some knickknacks in there to look at. Um, Dervish and Bangs is a place that's all connected to the Alpost and the Ollivanders is all connected. And I think that's it. What's the Hogshead? It was not a shop or anything. It's another one of those 
Yeah, you're talking about just the live places. I'm just okay. talking about That's the right. ones you can walk in. That's so, right. okay. the ones you can't walk in uh, that right. are just kind of like a... It's there a, aren't so many. It's really, a, I mean. Yeah, there are really so many, and you really have to just go look. But there's unique things inside of each one. Uh, let's let's kind of go down them each individually and talk about them first. Um, well, I don't know the order because this is kind of out of order as you're walking into the streets. But if you look on the th- Three Broomsticks side of the street, Maestro's is there. And Maestro's has occasionally music will start like going. And like I think a cello is there that might even play by itself. And all this stuff is done with no one in there. You know, it's just like this, like a someone had cast a spell on the musicians and they started doing and their thing. Does its thing and it yeah. does its thing it's on the second level so you can actually see it above the street level yeah and in and, and then there's a and we do have pictures of it mm-hmm. uh we just do not have video of it it's too hard to okay. try to zoom up there tomes and scrolls is a it's a street level so you can look right in the window it's got a picture which we do have a picture of this it's a it's one of those like um where the paper, you re- pick up the newspaper and there's video within the newspaper, like the movies. Well, this is like one of those where the video is playing right in front. And Tomes and Scrolls is a bookstore, so uh, you can't go in, but it's uh, right there outside. You can peer through the window and see some things. Also, I was thinking of this when we were standing in line for Ollivander's, the uh, Quidditch balls were right. jiggling behind the glass. And of course, that was not something you could go in and look at. But you could, I think you could yeah, buy... Yeah, Quality Quidditch. Uh-huh. Right. That's the store, Quality Quidditch. I think Quidditch. you could buy some some qual- some Quidditch stuff within um, and, uh, Dervish and Dervish Bangs. Bangs, yeah, which is at so, the back of, of uh, Ollivanders. Ollivanders and the Alpost and stuff. Right. Um, there's Jack Eckridge Sharpened Pen. Eckridge, yeah, Sharpened Pen. And we believe that there's like a free-floating pen kind of writing uh-huh. in the window there. I think that's second level. I'm not sure. I thought it was right next to Maestro's when I was remembering it, but I, I forget. Um, what was that other one you were just mentioning earlier? You probably got oh, past yeah. it already. Uh, the, okay. Oh, I know what one you're talking about. That has the uh, the live, like, uh, uh, what is it, picture of a guy? Oh, that's a, I already talked about that. Okay. Forget it. Uh, you, don't, you, you went past it. But anyway, uh, the public conveniences is also there, which is just the restroom. Oh, uh, but how about thought- the Calderonish store? That's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Sorry. That's okay. And there's yeah, Leaky Calderonish store. And there's also another one called uh uh Glad Rags. These are probably all from the movie. Oh and I have to I mean say right off the bat I, I'm not real familiar I with I do the need to apologize. I watch the movies but it's been a while and I forget half of the stuff. Yeah. But um, but if you watch each one of these stores as you pass them, don't just let them move by because there's stuff going on in each one of them. That's kind of what we mean by a living artistry or living display. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. I, the, the goal of this show, we do this a lot when we talk about Disney World because Disney World has a lot of this stuff. Universal has done this with Harry Potter and yep. the Wizarding World, and it's amazing how you can just go and not ride any rides and still see the details that they've put in within this place and especially if you're a harry potter fan and we'll kind of discuss that a little more later um so so that's just an idea of the stores and different things that you can see and not go in and and look at and actually stores that can go in um we wanted to also make a note and get ready to play our next audio clip here as you walk past the outposts which and the uh Wand shop, Ollivanders. Yeah, um, on the left of the street is the is a snowman that's there, which we have which some we'll pictures of. Which we'll have some of. pictures of, yeah. And then you continue on towards Hogwarts. You'll see Hogwarts by now. 
Off to the right is this little performance area, and it's pretty unique because at one point we walked up, and I remember seeing in one of the movies there are these guests, people that come to Hogwarts. The, all the ladies have a blue dress on, and all the guys have like this. I don't know what they are. Quidditch outfits on. They're kind of like college students coming to Hogwarts to visit. Well, anyway, they were doing some performance. We didn't get audio or vi- videos or pictures, but we did get audio of, of this a singing group. This singing group that was there, and they and, were and they're animatronic frogs. Well, yeah, it was. I mean, which were a trip, really. It was interesting because I don't think they were animatronic because I think they were puppets. Well, oh. Well. You know, I guess that, that's true. Because they Cause were it, laying on the guy's hands. Yeah. And the guys would, like, pet the top of them. And then their mouths would move to the sound of Rid Up, Rid Up, which you'll hear. Yeah. You'll hear it in the, uh, in the audio. So we don't have video of this, but we do have audio. And you'll hear they're singing a song, and it's like this. It's great. It's, it works It's a perfect. Harry Potter song. I mean, but yeah, it just works perfect with, uh, with the frogs. I mean, honestly, it would have just uh-huh. been people singing until I heard the frogs start making their sound, uh-huh. and I was like, this is a trip. Because the frogs kind of make up the bass line yeah. of yeah. the song. So, anyway. So it's kind of funny, but uh, we thought we wanted to play that because the street entertainment in within Hogwarts, Hogmeade, Hogsmeade is also a place that's it's cool because you can... It's something to entertain you and if you're not else riding is just an attraction. going on. I mean, yes. you can walk past it several times a day and you can hear it. And it's just another thing that's kind of happening in the busy streets of Hogsmeade. Okay. All so, right, let's check it out. Yep. Tonight I'm breaking free 
Okay, so cool. Nice little song there from the frogs and yeah. uh, fun little entertainment that we, we happened to just catch. We were like walking yeah. down the street and we're if like, If we play oh, you the this? full clip, you can hear. Yeah. Uh, Adam was heading in one direction. I think you were going to get butterbeer. I went to, as going to the restroom, actually. Oh, okay. Because okay. I didn't really even you were hear that. the restroom, or what was it called? Oh, the public, public conveniences. <laughs> and there are great sounds in there. I think we've said oh. it before, but you got to go in there. Well, There's like, you can hear Harry. And what's the other dude's name? The Ron. Ron. And what's the girl's name even? Hermione. Okay, you could hear them and things being talked about and stuff in there. It's and I was quite... like, you, you kind of want to, well, if you're in the men's restroom, you're looking at the dude next to you like, are you saying something to me or what? <laughs> what's the deal in here? But well, it's really cool. I got to tell you, we we pretty much turn the recorder on for almost anything, you know, bad comments, all kinds of crazy stuff. But we never take it into the restroom. No, cause that's... no and I wasn't going to do that. Uh, I didn't yeah. want to be arrested and taken out of the park. Seriously. So, uh, I think I even told re- you after I came out, yeah. you gotta go in the bathroom and check it out. Oh, man. yeah, yeah, because yeah. you went in earlier. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was so, awesome. But anyway, um, so as we move on, we thought we'd finish off talking about some several things, um, including don't forget that on show 132, we went to the castle, which is Hogwarts, and we took we did the walking tour, we did the ride, we talk about that in detail, and we have pictures up on Flickr. Um, and then there's audio of the Forbidden Journey ride that you can listen to on show 132. Uh, maybe eventually we will play audio of the castle tour because it gives, it's the same similarities as the queue. It's but you get some different stuff as you're going up a staircase and yeah. doing some other stuff in there. There's several rooms that are a little different that is not, diff- that's different from the queue than yeah. actually stand. Plus there's not a lot of people there. You're walking by yourself and right. you're just standing yeah, there. Yeah, I think there were cool. two people with us mm-hmm. as we went through. Walking through. So, um, and you can, it's self-guided, so you can do it as you want. Anyway, uh, some questions that I thought to bring up. And Doug, why don't you respond and see what you think. Um, how long, this is a review of how long you think somebody should uh, visit Harry Potter and Wizarding well, World. Well, you know, if you really enjoy, okay. I think a lot of people, they're not going to want to do the wand tour more than once. So... Let's say you've done that on the first day. If we just kind of tick down through them. Uh, Hippogriff, which we haven't done our show on yet, but I'll tell you, it's a short uh, ride, and you don't want to be too big of people trying to get into it, which you'll hear when we actually do the attraction. The line can be yeah. long, too. Uh, and the line can be long. So let's say, okay, you've hit those two on the first day, so those are done. Um, so what else do you really have other than the Forbidden Journey? Well, all the shops and everything we yeah, just talked about shops. on this show. You're going to hit a lot of the shops on first day. So it really comes down to uh, how much do you enjoy the shops? Do you want to do Ollivanders and Hippogriff maybe again? Dueling Dragons, too. I don't want to forget about yeah, that. That's you true. may really be into that. And so, yeah, you could go and do that. Um, so that might be a more than once thing. Hippogriff, maybe more than once thing. Ollivanders, maybe a more than once thing, but I don't think. So we're looking at shops and we're looking at maybe the roller coasters and Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Can you spend a whole day doing that? If not, I mean, there's other stuff stuff right outside it's in the true. Islands of Adventure. This is it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you could spend 
I could spend two days. Two full days at this park. Yeah. Yeah, I could spend probably a whole day just doing Harry Potter again and, and then go outside again. And if you're a Harry Potter fan and you're going specifically for this and you've never been to Islands of Adventure, there's a plenty more things in Islands Lost of Adventure. Lost Continent is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I, mm -hmm. I, you know. And definitely check out the Spider-Man ride yeah. for sure. And uh, even if you're if you're with kids, I think the kids will definitely enjoy if they're into Harry Potter, the Hogsmeade Street, yeah, and all the stuff that's available that we just talked about, as well as the whole Dr. Seuss land over there. It's just like it's cool. crazy with full of stuff. Yeah, it's that's so uh, there's other stuff to see outside of this park. So it's not like you're just going to be doing that. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think you could spend two days. I definitely think you'll spend one day. Um. Because we were there when it really was moderately slow and yeah we could have spent a whole day mm -hmm. in just Harry Potter if we wanted to um, but because it was moderately slow we were able to get on to what was it uh, Forbidden Journey twice yeah and then really everything else we did just once and moved through pretty quickly mm -hmm. so anyway okay well here's another question on the opposite side if you're not a Harry Potter fan um, what do you think is it worth going yes okay yes. because I'm not a big Harry Potter fan okay but guess what I'm not a Cinderella fan, That's and I'm true. not a Sleeping Beauty fan, and I'm not a Pooh fan, and I I never even was really as a child, but I still love those places. Mm -hmm. I still love the parks. I still love everything it represents, and I'm glad people enjoy all that stuff, you know, the characters and all that. Yeah. And it's the same thing with this. I do not think that you have to be a Harry Potter fan to go in and enjoy, to enjoy this park. Mm -hmm. So I think it has very little to do with it. It helps, I guess, um... If you learn some of the details and you know what some of the stuff means, but to see the window displays, live window displays, and to see that castle, yeah, and the buildings and the detail and everything and around you, and hear the soundtrack, yeah, you don't you don't have to know anything uh -huh. about Harry Potter to care about any of that. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I think cool. I think it works fine without it. Well said, and I, from your perspective, I'm not a huge fan. I've at least seen the movies, yeah, but you are less of a fan than yeah. I am, and so yeah, so cool. Glad to and hear I that. Purposely, we kind of purposely did that. Adam watched some of the movies and stuff before we went, and I really, I mean, I thought about it, but then I kind of purposely, as we got closer, decided, no, I'm not going to watch them, and then we would have two fresh perspectives from yeah. each side, and so it worked well. Also, my sister's huge into it, and her boyfriend's into it. It just, there's people I know that it, that they've read the they've read the books like six times yeah. and I'm like I never read the and books. So they would I probably the find so. a whole other level that they mm -hmm. would enjoy there. We find another level when we go into a lot of the parks because of the detail that we've broken into technology on things, uh, hidden Mickey stuff like that. Everybody finds their own level, mm -hmm. and so I think you'll find your own level in this. But still, even at its basic, as it's at its very basic, you'll enjoy the heck out of this park. Something too I didn't even mention. It's authentic also in the fact that the actual author was involved in the yep. construction of this. Well, that world. is why the detail is so, so that's, there. Yes. I mean, they put smaller doors in that you actually have to turn the doorknob in some places to open and stuff. So as far as uh, uh, like uh, Americans with Disability Act, ADA compliance stuff, it's probably, if it's, it's close to... Almost probably not real compliant, but it is. Well, I'm sure it they is. They have to make it. They would just say, oh, around this corner behind this hidden area is where the door is for right. the wheelchair people. But they just hide it so that it's not part of, doesn't ruin the theming. 
Right. I'm guessing. That is exactly right. That's why they think, made the back alley yeah. and the doorway into Dervish and Bangs and uh-huh. all that. That's why the back alley to the dishes goes to uh, Honeydukes. Yes. The double set doors there. That's you right. Know, you think about so it. So you see the yeah. front side and everything looks like it did in the movie, but the back side is still makes yeah. the store accessible. It's interesting. I didn't think about that. No, neither you just said it. So <laughs> there we go. Okay, yeah. that works. So, okay, other than that, any other ideas you want to talk about with pertaining to Hogsmeade in the streets and the show? And uh, Yeah, oh, I guess I said it when I said don't feel like just because you're not a Harry Potter fan that you're not going to go in and enjoy this park. I, you do yourself a great disservice. Go and check it out at least once and form your own opinion on it. Don't listen cool. to what anybody else has to say. Just go in and check it out. I think that as soon as you pass underneath the arch that says Welcome to Hogsmeade, you will be blown away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found myself taking the same picture sometimes over and over because every time I looked at the same scene even, it looked brand new to me. Yeah. And it just looked fresh and mm-hmm. incredible. So, yeah, that's the most I can say about it is just listen. When you walk in and look around, it's encompassing. It is just immersive. Mm-hmm. We say it about a lot of things. This yeah. this park is immersive. Mm-hmm. They did a great job, and of course, everyone's talking about it more. So there's even more descriptions for you to encourage you to go check it out sometime. And to and we still it. have a couple more shows, I think, that we'll be able to hit throughout this park. We wanted so. to hit a couple more individual things that uh, we will continue to talk about. But as we're Potter, heading into but, spring and summer here and the vacation season and all that again, I just really wanted people to get a sense of what it sounds like and looks like if you look at all the, all the photos that we're going to have up as you head into this section of that park. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, okay, so we're going to br- take a little break here and have a little announcement from Doug. And then we're going to go in and close out the show. Hey guys, we'd really like to hear from you. You can contact us at twitter.com slash amazingplaces, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com, youtube.com, and subscribe, flickr.com slash photos slash theseamazingplaces, and join our group, theseamazingplaces.com, and click on the contact tab. We're waiting to hear from you. Okay, it's been a great show. Good to be uh, back in the studio with Doug, and uh, who knows what's on the schedule. We might end up just... We have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, we're actually working on some kind of uh, uh, out-there things for us anyway, and so maybe we might try to do some live things as far as even video. Oh, yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. try to touch into some other things as we go along. So I, as I just said in the announcement that you just heard, Make sure that you follow us on what we're doing, especially on Twitter, maybe, because before we do some of these little experimental things, um, you'll you'll know it. We'll Twitter it yeah. and give you plenty of time to be prepared. And a quick shout out. Thanks so much to everybody who's been just doing different things. Like several 
one person favorited like five yeah. or ten yeah. pictures on Flickr. Yep. Uh, several people have contacted us through our contact page, uh, YouTube comments, all these things. Any iTunes reviews, I haven't checked recently, but anything that you guys put out there, we really appreciate. And, and somebody, uh, too, has contacted us about a special engagement of theirs with uh, DVC stuff. Yeah. And it actually yeah, opened so my cool. eyes to the DVC rental points market and uh-huh. how, I mean, really, it's a fantastic uh, thing if you know about it. So we may do a show, a whole show maybe on We probably should because, yeah, that's something I, and we haven't spoke about right, it I know. I just, of course, I, I have to throw a curveball at you before yeah, you yeah, do the really. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some details we should talk. But okay. anyway, so with that, and uh, yeah, just stay tuned. We'll continue to release shows as we can and have time. And if not, you'll hear some weird stuff that yeah. we've done. We'll, we'll gurgle into the mic and yeah. move on. So. <laughs> it, hopefully it'll be entertaining. No, we're going to be every week. Don't yeah. worry about it. One way or the other, we'll put something together. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Have a good week. podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. Hello and whale. What? (laughs) I know where that's going. Yeah, really. And now that we've played our outtakes for this week, we decided to leave you with some audio from the streets of Hogsmeade just to give you something random to listen to. Doug loves listening to this on other shows, and so we decided to throw it in on this one. Enjoy. Thank you.